You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast about traveling inwards, outwards, and onwards. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. You're listening to episode number 24, and I'm your host, Sarah Cruz. So for those of you just tuning in, Art of the Unknown is a podcast about spiritual growth through traveling. I am basically documenting my spiritual journey as I travel and embrace the unknown. If you haven't done so already, you can follow me on Instagram at artoftheunknown.podcast. There you can see pictures of my travels and where I'm currently at. So in this week's episode, I want to talk about being alone, but before I do so, I want to recap a little bit on last week's episode. So in episode number 23, I talked about how Spain was acting as a mirror, and it was showing me that even though I resist getting close to people, I need other people in order to help me grow. And this is because other people help to show us parts of ourselves that we can't see on our own. And one of the main reasons I feel like I was drawn to Spain was so that Spain can teach me that despite how much I resist and despite how much I think I can do this whole thing on my own, I actually need other people. And by bringing so many different people into my life in Spain, it's really showing me how I relate to myself. And I could not have seen those particular aspects of myself if they weren't shown to me through the means of other people. Because that is when we become exposed to parts of ourselves that we cannot be shown alone. If you want to go back and listen to that, that's episode number 23. But in this episode, I want to go in the completely opposite direction and talk about the importance of actually being alone and truly being alone with yourself. So being alone with ourselves, that is very simple. That is a very simple concept to understand, but I believe that it's, even though it's simple, it's not as easy as one might think. So... In my opinion, being alone and truly and actually being alone with yourself means being alone with every single aspect of who you are in its entirety. That means everything, your fears, your pains, your struggles, but also the beauty and the love that exists with inside of you that maybe sometimes you fail to see. So... Being alone means being alone with everything that you are, past, present, and future. It's being alone in those moments with whatever comes up because that is who you are. And I think for us to be alone and to really be alone with ourselves, we have to be able to accept ourselves for who we are. And I think The problem that some of us face when trying to be alone is that we resist certain aspects of ourselves because, well, it could be for a lot of reasons, but I think one of the main reasons has to do with fear. 
So when it comes to meeting yourself and seeing yourself fully and completely as you are, this can be hard to do because I think we come in with so many preconceived notions of who we think we are, meaning, at least for me, part of me thinks that I understand why I do things, part of me already thinks I understand why I fear things, but when I dive a little bit deeper, I discover that there's a lot more that I don't know than I actually do know. And to really be alone with yourself means to open yourself up to the possibility of who you are as opposed to who you think you are. And I know at least for me, I I like to think that I'm not as afraid of things than I actually am. I like to think that things don't affect me as much as they actually do. And I like to pretend that I'm a lot stronger than I actually am. So when I come and I try to be alone with myself and I have all of these things already in my head and when it comes to meeting myself or how I actually am, that is when I start to resist because I see myself not as I think I am, but how I actually am. And that's when the resistance kind of starts kicking in because I'm not coming to the table as I think I am, but I'm coming as I truly am. And for me, if I don't meet those standards that I've already placed in my mind, that's when I start to push myself down and resist just being who I am. And I think one of the scary things about actually and truly being alone with yourself and seeing yourself for how you actually are, one of the scary things is that you're going to have to face things about yourself that you do not want to either acknowledge or see or believe to be true. And these things are difficult to face because honestly, it's a little bit painful. It's a little bit painful to look at yourself and see everything that you've been harboring. It's a little bit painful to look at yourself with compassion and see the things that have actually hurt you in the past and seeing how much you've denied their existence and their effect on you. And it's a little bit painful to actually acknowledge some of the things that have hurt because you have spent, at least for me, I can say this, I've spent so much time distracting myself and convincing myself that things in the past did not hurt me when they actually have. So to see all these pains and to see these fears come up, that is not easy. It's not easy and it's also a reason why people, they just don't do it. They would rather avoid confronting themselves because honestly, <laughs> it's a lot easier to live your life being ignorant and ignorant of yourself falls in that category. And unfortunately, yes, it's a lot easier just not to know the truth, but you can't run from it forever. And I have definitely tried, okay? Yes, I have definitely tried to run away from myself 
It's not a secret. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's episode number four. I actually just recently listened to that episode and I find it a little bit funny that I talked about running away from myself and how I felt that I wasn't doing it anymore, at least not physically, but I'm seeing that I am still running away from myself and even though I don't do it physically because I now know that actually leaving the country is not going to solve any of my problems. I know, right? Crazy. But even though I'm not trying to chase happiness anymore or chase something externally, I find that I'm still avoiding going deep within myself because I'm honestly scared, just like everyone else. I'm scared of going down there and I'm afraid of what I'm going to find. And in order to avoid doing so, I definitely distract myself. And you don't need to be with other people in order to not be alone with yourself, okay? You can be alone in a room and still not be alone with yourself because there are so many different ways that we can distract ourselves or numb ourselves or just live in a state of pure ignorance of ourselves because it's so easy to do. There are so many places the mind can go that doesn't mean focusing within. And even though I try to distract myself from myself, I know that I cannot do that forever. And I try, I still try, because I know that going down deep is going to mean confronting things that I do not want to confront. And more recently, what's been happening is that I've been getting signs that that is where I need to go that's where I've always needed to go, yet I still try to find ways to avoid going there or find other avenues to take somewhere else. And I think recently the universe has been kind of slapping me around a little bit and being like, yo, you you know where you need to go and you're not going there. So you know what? We're going to make you go there, okay? <laughs> um recently my anxiety has been coming back and I definitely think that is a sign that there are some fears that I need to confront within myself before I can move on because I think being in a state of anxiety that is a physical and mental sign that there is something there is something going on within that you have not confronted, you have not dealt with. And that is a symptom. Like that is that is what's ever inside of you that is coming out and that is screaming that you need you need to work on something down there because it's not right. And yes, that is what has been happening to me. And yeah, I know that is exactly where I need to go. And I still find that I avoid going there. And it's hard because you have to face parts of yourself that you do not want to see. You have to see truths that you have been denying and I've been denying. Like if I just sit here and try to honestly be alone with myself right now, 
it's scary. I It's really hard to explain, but I'm coming to realize that I'm afraid of a lot of things and it doesn't even make sense why. I think a lot of the things that I'm afraid of are just made up inside of my head. And like I said in my last episode, I'm starting the the book May Cause Miracles, which is a 40-day spiritual practice guidebook, I guess you would say. And of course, the very first thing that we go into is the topic of fear. And it was just showing me that there's a lot that I'm afraid of. I am afraid to be myself. I am afraid to show myself. I am afraid to accept myself. There are parts of me that do not Like, I just don't like myself, and the thought of exposing that to other people scares me, which is why my first initial reaction when I am fearful or when I am unsure about something, my first reaction is to retreat, which is ironic, okay, because I want to retreat back into my house. I want to retreat back into my room. I want to retreat back into myself and avoid the world, pretend that the world does not exist. I do not want to show the world my flaws. I do not want to show the world who I am. And it's ironic because even though I am retreating back into myself, my body, my mind, I'm still not confronting what is in there. I can't retreat back to whatever you want to call this, this temple that my soul currently resides in. Like I can't retreat back in there while at the same time resisting what is inside of me. And I think that is a lot of where my anxiety comes from is that battle between needing to confront who I am while at the same time resisting who I am. Because that duality within myself, that I think is where a lot of the tension comes from and a lot of the resistance. And that is where a lot of my anxiety comes from is that I am not willing to be who I am because I'm trying to suppress that part of me. It almost feels as though I've kind of put myself in a cage. I have only allowed certain aspects of myself to be exposed to the world. And I'm not talking about necessarily this podcast because this podcast is a way for me to be completely 100% honest but I feel like there's only certain parts of myself that I'm allowing myself to see and I'm only if I can only see those parts then I can only talk about it and I think that that's why this journey is so important because slowly but surely I am seeing the parts of myself that over time I have suppressed and sometimes they come out (laughs) oh god it's been a weird ride thus far okay so this whole evolution of the spirit and who I am okay it's almost as though I've suppressed a lot of myself and then parts will just sporadically just pop up and sometimes really intensely and sometimes not even how I truly am 
but they're coming out because they've just been pushed down for so long. For example, there was a period where I was really angry. Like there was probably a good two weeks where I was just pissed off a little bit the whole time. And I think what that was is that Over my life, I have been suppressing my anger, okay? Anger is not an emotion that I like to show. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of my family members growing up, they're just, it was, I would consider it a bit of an angry household. So seeing all that anger around me, I really tried to not, I tried to suppress that because that is not, a character trait that I wanted to see in myself because I had seen it so much around me. So by suppressing that anger, it has lived inside of me, okay? It has been down there the whole time and I haven't been releasing it. So when I kind of started accepting the fact that maybe I have some anger down there, then it just started popping up left and right and it was two weeks of me just being pissed off okay and that's what I'm saying is that discovering that those things are down there they're kind of just popping up uncontrollably and in this past week or so I've been seeing that my crazy has been coming out a little bit okay I've been suppressing a lot of my thoughts I feel like my whole life because of maybe my anxiety and I feel like I can't necessarily trust my thoughts or my thoughts are I don't want to say moving too fast but I feel like my thoughts are a little bit crazy and instead of expressing them as they come up and seeing them for what they are I've just been kind of like pushing them down and in the last two weeks or so they've been coming out and I feel like I've been going a little bit crazy But I think that is part of this whole awakening process is seeing what is down there and letting it come out because it cannot live down there forever, okay? It cannot stay down there. It has to come out eventually. And you know what? It's just been coming out for me in weird ways, okay? And what the crazy, I think, is showing me my fears because a lot of the crazy revolves around what I'm afraid of. So for this 40-day spiritual challenge, whatever you want to call it, one of the days I had to list my fears, okay? And I realized that I have a lot of fears and they're kind of not that weird, but for example, I was afraid before I left the house. I was afraid that someone might talk to me. I was afraid of going and confronting the clerk when I checked out. I was afraid that... I don't know, the person wouldn't see me in line and then I'd never get my food. Like, I'm afraid of so many different things. And you know what? That is part of the reason why I'm going crazy is because I live in constant fear. And I think that is one of the reasons why being alone with yourself is so important because you can actually see what is happening inside of you and what actually lives down there because without doing so we just become so oblivious to who we actually are and why we are like why we're existing here and what is actually happening and what we are projecting out into this reality and why we're creating the things that we're creating in our life okay because 
things are happening. You are such a complex person. And without any form of, I want to say, reflection or inquiring what's down there or any of that, you you can pretty much live life without even understanding yourself. And I think that is why it's so important to actually be alone with yourself and to see what's happening. And that's why part of what I'm doing with this whole podcast and this whole, I want to say whatever, like what, like spiritual quest, okay? It's because I need to see the parts of myself that I have been denying, I have been resisting, and I have been pushing down, okay? Because without me seeing them, And without me acknowledging the fact that they're there, I can't begin to heal, okay? I can't begin to move on from all of that past and all of the pains that I've been keeping inside of myself. So when we talk about being alone, obviously all of us are going to see different things when when we're... (laughs) trying to contemplate and trying to understand life and understand this reality and understand this world. But for me, when I try to really be alone and let things come up, I find that there is a lot of fear. There is a lot of self-doubt, okay? And there's a severe lack of self-love. I've talked about this before. I want to say in episode number 19 that I definitely have a deficit of self-love. And when I am alone with myself and I look myself in the mirror, that is, I think, one of the major problems that I have is that I don't see myself as lovable. I don't love myself. And when that is reflected back at me, that lack of self-love that I have for myself, that is when it hurts, okay? That is part of the pain that I am feeling. And feeling that pain is part of the reason why I resist being alone. Because it's so much easier to distract yourself from that pain than it is to actually feel it, okay? And part of me doesn't even know what to do with myself when I am alone with myself, okay? Because I can sit there and realize that I'm in pain and realize that I do not love myself, but then what? And then what, okay? Me thinking that I love myself or me telling myself that I do or me whatever in that moment, I feel like it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything because the problem is still lingering. And I think that is another reason it's scary to sit alone with yourself is because it's like, how how do you just accept yourself for who you are? I still haven't figured it out. I, I'm still learning how to do that. I mean, mentally, I can think that, but in terms of carrying that emotion over and carrying that through and with me throughout the day, like, I still don't get it. And I guess that's still why I am on a healing journey is because I know that I need to heal myself. And even though... There are times when I'm pointed in the direction, I still feel like I'm a little bit lost 
or maybe I'm in the right spot, but in my mind, it's just not happening as quickly as I would like it. And then that's why I feel like I'm still behind. That's why I feel like I'm not doing the right thing and that I don't know what I'm doing. And another reason why it's kind of difficult for me to be alone with myself and when I say be alone, I mean freaking look into the depths of my soul, okay, and try to figure out what the hell is down there, okay? And a part of the reason why it's a little bit difficult for me is because it is so confusing, okay? I'm the kind of person where things need to make sense, okay? For me, clarity is the path to inner peace. And when I'm down there and all I can do is feel it for me it just doesn't make any sense and I don't understand it I don't know what is going on and it feels like I have to not fight a battle but I have to kind of fight my way out of a paper bag okay like it's there it's not hard but in my mind it is. I'm almost a little bit blinded by something, but I don't know what it is. So to actually conceptualize and understand where I'm at internally, that is very difficult for me, okay? And that's a little bit, that could be a reason why I avoid doing it because it's hard to confront things you don't understand, but maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Who knows? Maybe I don't need to understand it. Maybe I just need to simply let it be, okay? But there are times I've definitely done that too where I sit alone with myself and I allow all of the emotions to come up. I allow things to just kind of surface and I think that also helps a little bit. There have been times where I've sat there and I've asked myself, I was like, okay, whatever pain I am harboring, whatever I am feeling, whatever is down there that I need to release, just show it to me, okay? Let me see it because I don't know. I do not know what's down there, okay? I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to understand and I'm trying to process everything that I need to process so I can completely and fully let go of it so I can move on, okay? Because I know that I'm harboring something. I know that I'm harboring pain. I know that I there are things that I still need to fix and unless I know what they are or unless I can feel them, I don't understand how I'm supposed to move on. But then again, that's all part of this journey, okay? I feel like I'm being shown parts of myself slowly but surely, okay? Things are starting to unravel. Things are starting to peel back, okay? Like I mentioned in episode number 24, I finally realized that I can't run from myself no matter how much I try. And although I know I can't do it, a part of me... To be real, a part of me has urges once in a while to be like, ah, fuck it, I'm leaving, I'm out of here, I'm gonna go, I'm running, like I need to leave. Yes, that instinct that I have within me to run from my fears and run from parts of myself that I don't like, that is still there, okay? I know I, I can't do it, but that instinct still comes up once in a while, okay? 
But now I'm starting to go a little bit deeper and realize that there are parts of myself that I can't run from even when I'm alone from myself. And I feel like I still do that. But my point being is that I'm being shown these things little by little and almost as much as I can handle at a time. And then once I finally get that, then I'm then I'm dealt a new hand, okay? So this hand is trying to be alone. And it's weird that I have to say try to be alone because it, for me, I do have to try to be alone because when these things come up that I'm still trying to process or I'm still trying to move on from, I think that I still almost automatically push them aside or... I think a lot of what I do is something will come up for me, but then I will kind of push it to the side and be like, oh, that doesn't actually matter. Oh, that did not actually affect me. But if it's coming up in those times of stillness and those times when I'm asking for it, they obviously still did, okay? So I think one of the main reasons that I avoid going really deep within myself is because of fear, which is ironic because I think one of the things that lives inside me that I'm trying to get rid of and trying to come to expose and come to light is fear. So it's almost as though I am running from my fears while keeping them intact. And the way that I see it, fear is is separation okay when we are in a state of fear that is ultimately who we are on the inside that is us being separated from the outside world okay because for me a lot of my fear has to revolve around time like i when it comes to time and scheduling and whatever, I'm always afraid of being late. I'm always afraid of not having enough time, of wasting time, whatever. I know I have a lot of anxiety revolving around time. And a lot of that fear is is separation between where I'm at and where I think I need to be or where I think something is happening or someplace in the future, whatever it is, there is a separation between where I'm currently at and the thing that I'm afraid of. So even though fear is going to be the main the main dividing factor between our inside world and the outside world, even though that's the main dividing factor, it's definitely... I think something that we create inside of our minds, that doesn't actually exist. There is no division, okay? That division that we are projecting is just the fear inside of ourselves being basically just being projected outwardly. And it's an illusion, okay? Fear is an illusion. Yes, we feel it, we think it, but it's all made up in our mind and that fear that fear acts as a barrier that we use to stop from going deep within ourselves and seeing ourselves for who we truly and actually are and that's why I feel like I can't be who I am and love who I am because there is that thin layer of fear that I give into 
And I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to go past that. I'm still learning how to move past that. I'm still learning how to not let that fear not just exist, but also control me, okay? Because I will be the first to admit it that I... A lot of the times I feel like I'm controlled by my fear. I don't do things based off fear. I let fear keep me down. I let it almost not immobilize me, but I let it keep me from authentically being who I am. And I know that I do it. But obviously it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to move past fear when you're almost afraid of everything. You're I almost feel like I live in a state of fear. Like the past 2 weeks my anxiety has been at like an 80%. That means I'm pretty much afraid really afraid almost all of the time and you know that is a very hard thing to get over okay and when that feeling exists even just sitting inside of yourself and being alone it's almost as though I don't know which direction to go the outside world scares me the inside world scares me like everything okay And that's why I'm starting to learn to move past my fears and know that I am separate and that my fears cannot control me. Damn, okay. So (laughs) there's a lot to uncover, okay? This is just the beginning. This is the beginning of realizing that I need to go a little bit deeper within myself and that one of the things stopping me is fear, okay? Yes, I am trying to move past that. I am trying to get down deeper, and you know what? It's a process. It is definitely a process, okay? (laughs) But we are working on it, people. We are working on it. So I think I am pretty much done with this episode. I wanna say thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, through Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast at. And yes, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to email me. My email address is artoftheunknownpodcast at gmail.com. And yes, thank you again for everyone that listens. And I will be back next week with another episode, so I will talk to you then. Bye.